Come on, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? Come on, man. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Come on, man. Oh, I'm short. Son of a bitch. Come on, man. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Come on, man. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. Netflix employees staged a walkout on Wednesday to protest comedian Dave Chappelle's new comedy special, which they say contains harmful language that ridicules transgender people. Many joined in support outside the company's Los Angeles headquarters. We have an eight-year-old boy who's trans. I think Dave Chappelle, a funny person, needs to understand a little bit more about the jokes he's making and how they can affect people. The controversy over his special The Closer, released October 5th, has been brewing for weeks. Netflix chief content officer Ted Sarandos stoked further backlash with an October 11th staff memo in which he acknowledged Chappelle's provocative language, but said, quote, we have a strong belief that content on screen doesn't translate to real-world harm. Sarandos, in an interview Tuesday with Variety, acknowledged he, quote, screwed up by not being more sensitive to employees who were hurt by his decision to keep the show on the platform. While such demonstrations have become commonplace at Silicon Valley companies like Facebook and Google, this is believed to be a first for Netflix. Things got a bit heated with some counter-protesters also on hand. I'm just trying to talk about free speech and how I like comedy. They really don't like that. Hours before the walkout on Wednesday, a Netflix spokesman said in a statement, quote, We respect the decision of any employee who chooses to walk out and recognize we have much more work to do both within Netflix and in our content. Kakao! Info Ninja. Well, it, it's finally happened, folks. Hold on, before I get into this, gotta play my favorite song, baby. Let's go! Oh, yeah! Hey, I love it. Hey, give it to me. It's good stuff. It's good. Number one uh, rap song. I don't know if it's the number one song, but it's doing really, really well. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, yo. I'm really trying to do that. Rather than cussing, I'm using Let's Go, Brandon. It's worth a shot, at least. But back to what I was saying is that it's finally happened. I mean, this day should live forever. That, you know, this took place in our our time period we should be proud of. Um, you know, many generations, you know, you have the World War II generation. They, they fought and defeated Hitler. And then you've got us today, who we proudly, in the year 2021, finally, it took, you know, 2021 years to finally do this. You know, after Christ died, we've had, you know, two millennia. To get this right, and we finally did, and I'm so proud of us, not just as Americans, but as as humans. We have the first openly transsexual four-star admiral. Yeah. I had no idea that someone in the Navy had been working so long and hard and become an an admiral and then worked their way up to becoming a a four-star admiral in the Navy, and they were also a tranny. No idea. That's, I mean, good for them. What? It's, what? Hold on a second here. I'm, I, I got to read this a little closer. Apparently, the first openly transsexual admiral is not in the Navy. 
It's in the health services. I didn't know they have. Yeah, apparently they use military rankings. So four star admiral, huh? And they picked a, a tranny. And I don't care if you're if you're a tranny, live your own life, whatever. That's cool. You know, I, maybe we can agree politically. I don't think lifestyle wise we're going to agree. But here's the beautiful thing: you don't have to care if I agree with your lifestyle or not. You can live free and independent of me, and there's no problem. But we could also be friends. We don't. We're we would not not get along. I don't know if that made sense. We can not not. Yeah, yeah. We would not not get along. Doesn't mean that we would be best friends, but we could. You being a trainee wouldn't prevent that from happening. But that being said, I also don't think you should be my friend because you're a trainee. I would want to be your friend because I liked you, Bob or Cindy or whatever your name used to be. But I thought this tranny looked familiar. And I was right. This is Rachel. I think it used to be Richard, but Rachel Levine. Mr. Levine is the assistant health secretary. He's a dude who is trying to look like a lady. Again, I, you know, if you're kind of basing this off of the fact that you think you're born in the wrong body and you're doing what's best for you, then more power to you. I don't know how God thinks about that. I'm not going to pretend to speak for him on that. But a lot of you ain't fooling anybody. And Richard or Rachel Levine is definitely not fooling anybody. And I love how they say the first openly transsexual four-star admiral. Oh, openly, like someone was hiding it before. Like we've had a four-star admiral before. Maybe, maybe that was transsexual. We don't know. It's kind of a hard thing to hide. Now, there are some trannies out there that can fool you, but that Adam's apple, I think they can shave it down. There's like a something they'll do for that too, but normally that Adam's apple gives it away. If that doesn't work, the shoulders normally, but there's a lot of CrossFit chicks out there that can get the nice big shoulders. I don't really dig that look, but I, you know, could be fooled, you know, a tranny or it could be a CrossFit chick. But definitely the hands. You look at the hands, and if you got the man hands, and then I would say like one of two others, either the shoulders or the Adam's apple, that's a dude. I think most aren't hiding it. it it's I would be really surprised. It'd be like finding out that Colin Powell was actually a chick the whole time. Like, hey, you know Colin Powell just died? Turned out, was a chick. Yeah. Just wasn't open about being transsexual. Here was the speech that... Mr. Rachel Levine gave after being sworn in as a four-star admiral in health services. May this appointment today be the first of many more to come as we create a diverse and more inclusive future. Diversity makes us stronger. Each person has a different perspective and different strengths that they bring to make the whole community stronger. The time is now for our country to continue to move the bar forward for diversity. And I am proud to wear this uniform and answer that call. Diversity. Did you hear that? Diversity makes us stronger. I always thought that it was push-ups. I'm so tired of hearing this shit. Diversity doesn't make us stronger. Strength makes us stronger. Increasing that strength makes us stronger. Not diversity. These people really don't believe in diversity. Their version of diversity is 
a whole bunch of people that think exactly the same, but look a little different. Diversity of thought does not exist for the most part on either side of the aisle. (laughs) You know, the people on the far right or the far left really don't listen to anybody else. Thank God there's still people out there like us that kind of listen to both sides and go, that doesn't make any sense. That does make sense. Or have you thought about this? Because remember, there's more than two arguments out there too, folks. If you watch our media, you would believe that there's just one. Oh, and by the way, silence is not violence. Violence is violence. Like if if you've actually seen violence, that's violence. Silence looks completely different. You have to call them out on this bullshit. You have to question the concept from the beginning. And what's the deal again with the military rankings in the health services? Is this insulting? At least to me, I think it would be if I had worked my ass off to become an admiral in the Navy, you know, the actual Navy that fights for our freedom. Um, The Navy, you you work hard over many years, I'm sure, to become an admiral. And then you become a four-star admiral. That's pretty damn incredible. This person just cut their dick off and that's how they became an admiral? Seriously, let's just think about this for a second. On what merit is Rachel Levine getting this promotion? What did he do to earn it? Maybe there's something I don't know about. I I tried to find information related to that and they didn't seem to mention it in any article. It was just the fact that he, she, it was the first openly transsexual admiral. What's next? Are we going to have the czar of pimping? Biden saw an easy pick. He went, okay, okay, we can get this tranny because that's all they believe in is identity politics. It's not about anything you're able to do or who you are as a person. It's what you look like from the outside. So they saw the opportunity to get somebody who was brave and beautiful enough to be a tranny out in public and was already in public life. And they went, this is perfect for us. We need to take this person and put them on a pedestal. Tell your kids that you can work real, real hard, go to medical school, become a doctor. But if you want to become an admiral, you're going to have to cut your dick off. Rachel Levine knows two things for sure. One, he's actually a dude. Twisted sister, not kidding you. Two, he didn't earn this promotion. I'm willing to bet there might have been somebody else in line for something like that that didn't get it because they didn't cut their cock off. They weren't brave and beautiful enough. But this is how you get ahead in clown world. Be the most depressed, the biggest victim. Not work the hardest anymore, but be hit the hardest. Not be the bravest, but be the best at complying. That's how you get ahead in clown world. My name is Victimhood. I was born of an illicit liaison between justice and need. When it came to victims, my father defended them, but my mother fabricated and glorified them. As a child, I found the louder I cried, the more attention I received. Attention was nice. But what I really wanted was power. And I set out to find it. At first, I hunted tragedy. Tragedy that struck victims without warning. Some victims stayed with me decayed with me, 
making tragedy the great central drama of their lives. Others left. I had competition, the so-called virtues. Optimism, self-esteem, pride, and worst of all, gratitude. Those who followed them survived and thrived. Worse, with the advance of capitalism, scientific and medical breakthroughs, mass production of the basic necessities of life, a rising standard of living for all, tragedy became all too rare. I needed a bigger market, a better plan. That's when I met collectivism, and he told me about great thinkers, like Karl Marx, who grouped people into classes, hitting one against the other. Exploiters and exploited, oppressors and oppressed, victors and victims. This gave me an idea. Turn grief into grievance. Find someone to resent, to blame, and to pay. I gave them each a card. This is your identity, your map, your IOU, which was really a they owe you. Cash it in for all kinds of benefits. Welfare, quotas, subsidies. Paid for by whom? Oh, the rich, of course. The happy, productive achievers. The men and women of, well, ability. The greater their ability, the greater their social justice obligation. The irony is, they fell for it. They gave me their sanction. But there was one person who did not agree. Her name was Ayn Rand. She fought back. She wrote books like The Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugged, where men of ability refused to sacrifice themselves at my altar, pursuing their own happiness. Selfish, don't you think? And too much hard work. Instead, I offer a safe place, entitlement, and the power to silence anyone who disagrees. The great thing is there's more than one way to play the victim card. There are many grievances. Collect them all. You'll never be a victor, but you can always be a victim. Now, folks, don't worry. I don't think this will continue to be our new normal. I don't think we have to continue to live in clown world where, Joe, it's time for your nap. Biden is your ringmaster. I think it's temporary. I really do. I think we're going to see big changes in 2022. That just depends on how much they fortify the election. You see, they've primed the media tank for long enough and well enough, and they've learned how to use cancel culture as kind of like a backup behind all this where no one is going to report negatively upon them. So they can really fortify as much of the election process as they want, and they're going to have coverage for it. So maybe that might prevent some change in 2022. I don't know. Clown world is clown world. You you never know what's going to happen. But dudes that cut their dicks off become four-star admirals in clown world. So your assignment, if you just want to have fun, type in Rachel Levine into Google even. You don't have to duck, duck, go it. And just click on images. And have a, have a quick chuckle. I don't want to make fun of anybody and how they look, but I just want you to be aware of who this dude is because remember, this is the same person that said that parents shouldn't have to consent for their minor child 
to get pills to block their uh, puberty from happening, to get sex change hormones added to them, or to get reassignment surgery done. Yeah, you as a parent don't get a say in that with your minor child. This is this person's idea of the utopia that they want to live in. I wonder if they're biased at all, huh? I have no clue. And honestly, I don't know if Rachel Levine has actually cut his cock off or not. I'm guessing they probably went all the way. Just just an assumption. And by the way, I have two categories of trainees. I have the just playing around, the cross-dressing trainees, and then I've got the post-op trainees that were serious about it. When you do that, I will start using your preferred pronoun. If you want to be called Sarah and you used to be Stan, I'll roll with you. I don't agree with what you did. I still think you're the same sex that you were born, but you did slice off that dong. Like my homie called me the other day and he was like, hey, nigga, I got a question for you and you should know the answer because you gay. <laughs> and that kind of charged me up. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what? I'm the gayest nigga you know. What the fuck is the question? <laughs> I got all the gay facts, nigga. What? And he was like, what do you do when you see a trans bitch beating up a regular bitch? And I was like, mm-hmm. That I don't know. No, I don't have an answer for that. But we really don't have the answer to that. And that's something I didn't think about till he presented it. What are we gonna do when trans bitches stop beating up regular bitches? As a regular bitch, I'm a tad bit concerned. Not gonna lie. I don't want to be in a fight with one of these motherfuckers. Let them fight. No, get this nigga off me. This motherfucker is strong in ways I did not expect. Please help. And I'm not saying that trans women aren't women. I'm not one of those corny ass women. Trans women are women. Shut the fuck up. But when one of those women's hands is big enough to palm a football and she's caving the other woman's chest in, we got to make some notes. Maybe figure out a new approach. How we're going to work this shit out to move on as a goddamn society. So this isn't a tranny hate session. This isn't a hate anybody session. This is a love the truth, love reality session. And know that if you want to make it ahead in Joe Biden's clown world America, just get rid of that dick. Ha-chow! Info Ninja. Dude.